shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. We can work it out. We can work it out. Hello. Welcome to the show. Today we're going to work it out with some of my good friends. One um, historical good friend and one new good friend here with North Georgia Works. Uh, I'm sitting here with Doug Hansen and Gary Dillinger. Doug and Gary, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad Thank to you. be here. Happy to be here. Oh, um, um, I became familiar with North Georgia Works several years ago when uh, regions... Uh, gave some support to this wonderful organization, so I get to go and got to go and see it. Um, but what I saw that day blew me away and impressed me. But it was just the tip of the iceberg of the wonderful work you do. So, Doug, tell us what North Georgia Works is. Well, I can remember when you and J.D. Mailer yep. showed up and you drove onto the parking area. And uh, I wondered, who is this coming? And you said, we hear that there's something going on over here, and we just want to know what it is. Oh, and I man. gave you a tour, and praise God, you came over and sponsored a dorm. So thanks so much. Oh, yeah. This was a vision that I had back in 2011. Governor Deal had appointed me to the State Housing Trust Fund for the Homeless, and uh, it gave me an opportunity to look at all kind of situations that were helping the homeless people around the state. And I was looking for a model that I could bring to Gainesville. I saw in Gainesville under the bridges and other places that we could minister to these people, but we had to leave them where they were. Mm. And I felt like that they really needed a change of environment. They mm. needed to go to another place. So what happened was uh, I had the foresight to be able to take about 55 people on a Georgia red coat band bus all the way to Atlanta uh -huh. to see a graduation and all 55 of those people got on there they were civic leaders okay and these people got on that bus to go to not only the graduation but also to eat at Mary Max Cafe down there and they became after they saw the graduation they really became believers I did that twice so I had about 230 people that were really a core support group for North Georgia Works. All right, in a gra so a North Georgia Works graduation. That's no, it was a Georgia Works graduation. Georgia that Works was graduation. my model down in Atlanta okay. that I was going to bring up here. Gotcha. Okay? And once uh, we decided to launch here in Gainesville, I needed a facility, and so I looked at about 13, 15 other places. Nothing came up, and I went over to Hall County Government, and I just spoke to my good friend over there, Marty Nix. Marty, have you got anything? He said, you know, we've got one thing over there. We've got an old RYDC, a regional youth detention center, that we're not doing anything but just storing documents in it. He said, we've got 7,000 boxes that we need to get rid of, <laughs> but if you can help us get rid of those, we will let you have that space. Wow. So I committed to getting rid of those 7,000 boxes and moving them and getting them organized for the county and the courts. And they, in turn, uh, gave us a, a lease for 25 years for that 13,000-square-foot facility. Oof. And so here we have 30 uh, turned out to be cells that we could turn into dorms. 
Here we had a facility that we could turn into a home. And so my idea was to have those cells that were going to become dorms be sponsored by people in the community that had been on that bus and all. And you all saw the dorms and you agreed to come alongside and sponsor one of those dorms. I didn't have to ask anybody. I just had to show it to them. Wow. And now today, as we got launched in the... uh, summer of uh, 17 2017 we're coming up on our fifth year and uh, we've had 52 graduates we have 34 men over there and that's why i wanted gary dellinger to come along because he's one of the voices of the graduates they're the ones that are the the people that have done the work i've just been the visionary to put it together and mm. I give God all the credit. Mm. You know, if you acknowledge him, mm-hmm. he will direct your paths. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what we've had here is giving God the credit. He's directed our paths, and he restores life to those who have been. And he opened no, doors. He, oh, man. You just shared vision and asked? At Longstreet Cafe, I met more people that wanted to sponsor. I mean, it was just a meeting place. It was beautiful. I mean, our community came together. They do. There were probably 40 men there last night as mentors, last night just supporting these men. So that's how the community has come together to encourage these men and give them great hope. Mm. Hope. Mm. Have you ever had anyone in the program that was in the youth detention center when they were younger? You know? Yes. Have you? Yes, there is. There's been a couple of them in, in the building that were in the building as youth. What a beautiful <laughs> redemption story that, is that nice. they were there on this path that led to a continuation <clears throat> on that path. Now they're on a totally different path, and they're <clears throat> in this building, not as uh, prisoners, detainees. But free. Man. Woo! They're students. They're trainees. They're learning. They're beginning to see the value of work and of being fellowshiped together. So it got started this way, but what is it that... I know what it does. Tell the audience what what is this program. Well, it's a transitional home for men, not women, but men, who are transitioning from four different portals. Okay. Those portals would be something like jail or the courts or a... uh, a uh, shelter in town like good news at noon or uh, even off the streets if they'll stay sober for 30 days okay and so it's a portal to take them from uh, a level just above street level into a place of wholeness and graduation and sustaining a life that is, they have an opportunity to work with 40 business partners. That 40 we have, business partners. partners that, that actually will take these men on as a staff employee and uh, work them five days a week at 40 hours a week. And to ensure that these men are in great shape and to be accountable to God, to one another, and to us and to the business partners, they are drug screened every day. And so there's accountability there when they come in from work, they're drug screened, and then they're in our keeping until morning, and then we take them to the job site and pick them up. So there is no opportunity opportunity for them to get no late time, and so they don't have to worry about how they're going to get a cab or how they're going to get a ride, and our business partners always know that they're going to show up and be clean and ready to work and have a good attitude. Mm. 
And so it's all about where work works is mm-hmm. one of our real key values. And to see these men have a reputation among themselves and preserving the reputation of our ministry. Mm. It really, really matters. And so when you can make that connection with the business partner, you have great success. I tell you what, if you are a business leader out there listening, I know 100% you need more quality employees and it's hard to get them. And what a wonderful opportunity that you can get guys that have subjected themselves to the authority of a demanding program. Every day, they're drug screened. And every day, they're brought to work. So they're going to be there on time. If I think of what do I? What are two big issues I have for, for employees? It's like they're, they're late, they don't show up, and I don't know what the heck they're doing, but it probably isn't good. And you take both of those things off the table. And again, just the willingness to work. If you have those three things, what a recipe for success. How do people become, and actually after, I don't want to rush through this, but after the break, I want to go in a little bit of detail for here, um, Gary's story of how do people become partners. If I'm out there listening, where do I go to sign up, get vetted or whatever so that I can participate in this program too? So we'll, we'll, we'll ju- jump into the rest of the story after the break and how people can sign up, but I want to go ahead and plant a seed. You need some North Georgia Works folks working for your company for success. We'll be right back after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. let surviving keep you from thriving. Never let just surviving keep you from thriving. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. Here with North Georgia Works, just both very North Georgia focused. And uh, I want to hear from Gary, Mr. Gary Dillinger, who's here, a graduate of North Georgia Works, and hear your story, because I think that's really going to help people understand the power of this program and also what, you know, an example of some amazing individuals they could work with in that. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you for coming, sharing your story. And so tell us, tell us your, your North Georgia works and just your life journey. Well, my life journey um, started out in a dysfunctional family that, that was um, addiction was, was in my family. So um, I started out, on the wrong path in the very beginning and it just got worse uh as i as i became older and actually wound up here in georgia i'm from north carolina uh wound up here in georgia running from myself you know that's Mm. what addicts like to do but you know the the ones who have gotten recovery will tell you wherever you go there you are Mm. you're not you're not leaving anything behind because you're <laughs> you're the problem <laughs> so uh so i came down here and i started um I, I started off in addiction down here i found the same crowd that i just left in north carolina uh became addicted started living in these um uh long-term motels okay. the extended stay mm-hmm. deals that is a big trap um, 
because you make just enough money to pay your rent on a weekly basis and you can never put anything back to get to the next place or a better place yeah and, mo- and most people in that situation are not looking to get to a better place so now I, look real quick let me ask uh-huh. you the folks that they're in that position they don't want to get to a better place do you think that they consciously would say that or or kind of maybe they're lying to themselves well let me back up there a little bit I, there were some people who were struggling to get out of that situation but but they they were the ones that weren't addicted mm, okay they just fell on hard times right that 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 that, uh, that community but uh, no they probably wouldn't they probably wouldn't and, and you know for for six years i was in and out of those places you know and uh so where'd then, you wind up then i met doug hansen here i, I actually wound up in a uh, gainesville baptist mission over there okay and a friend of mine asked me he said you want to go to church with me at free chapel this sunday and i was like yeah sure and he said well uh, a man named doug hansen's going to pick us up man <laughs> And he picked us up right over there by the CVS on that little bench. I'll never forget it. Him and Lynn picked up me, Josh, and Tommy. And that was my first introduction to Doug Hansen. And and they were still working on the building over there, trying to get it ready, you know. Mm -hmm. So we were going over there and volunteering and helping. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. And it was decided that when they were ready to open the doors... Us three would be the first three men in that program. Wow. And so we were, agreed to that. Were you still, you were still struggling with addiction yes, at this point. You're living absolutely. that life, but there was a, a seed planted based on an act of kindness and invitation from one individual, Doug, that yes. resulted in an invitation from your friend to something simple like come to church. Mm-hmm. You're still living the same life, but something was started. God was in control of all this, making things happen that, you know, that that I really couldn't see that they were happening. Like my introduction to Doug, it was all divinely ordained, sure. you know, and, and every step after that. And I'll talk a little bit more about that because it became very evident that God wanted me at North Georgia Works. And uh, what happened was I got sick and I lost, I, I had to quit work for a while. Mm. And, of course, I had no medical, no insurance or anything, so I'm just stuck. So I lose my job, uh, wound up in a tent, off in the woods, down behind the motel, actually. And and I just, I had to come to the end of myself. It, it was almost like, you know, well, let me back up a little bit. When they did open the doors, I was working, had money, bills were paid. So, and I was actually living with Tommy at the time. So when I came home from work one day, Tommy said, the program's open. Pack your bags. Let's go. I was like, you know what? I'm okay now. I don't don't really need to do that now. I'm working. Bills are paid. Still drinking and doing my thing, but maintaining for the most part. So... So life was stable. You were still an addiction, yes. but you were able to function. I was functioning. So you said, I'm just going to stay right here. Exactly. And it, it just began to crumble one little piece at a time. It all fell apart. I wound up in a tent off in the woods back there. 
and you were behind the crystal, as I yes, recall, I over was. there off of. Yeah, so he was Jesse in Jewel. one of. There are about fifteen of these tent cities around our city. Fifteen of them. Yes, sir. That's the socio problem that we have here. Yeah. And uh, he was in one of them, and so I knew that, and so. I didn't always pick him up at the same place. No. I would pick him up over there by the old Holiday Inn because in that parking lot I could pull in there and he was available. He was at least willing to join us. Right. And not only would we take him to church, but afterwards we'd go over to uh, Chef Wang's and have yes. lunch together and talk about the sermon. And, just, and that gave Lynn and I an opportunity to understand this demographic that we didn't know. Right. And when one guy one time said, Miss Lynn, would you show me how to order off of this menu? <laughs> I realized the bubble that we lived in and we were not Ooh. a part of that. So yeah. this was a learning experience for everybody. A few things that I'm taking away from this. First off, as far as this mission, which is is in many ways like starting any other business, because this is your life purpose. And yeah. God has used your life. You did lots of other stuff before this. This is your current life purpose. And running a business, some of our audience members are doing that, and that's their their purpose at this time. You saw there was a need. You took action. You had never run anything like this before. Never. never. But you just started going down a path. You saw the need, and you didn't understand the demographic. No, I had to learn it. So you went and listened to your demographic. I'm a student. Doesn't matter my age, I'm a student. You're always a student. Always, always learning. Student. Always learning. And so you went and did that and mm-hmm. learned and made yourself available and added value to these folks solely with the purpose you could add more value. But you had to understand their needs first. Correct. So you did that. Mm-hmm. And you were consistent and persistent. You didn't say, hey, look, you got to come to this program, Gary, or that's, I mean, you just said, "Okay, hey, let's keep, let's go to lunch, let's go to church." Gary, Gary well, knew that we loved him, and yeah. one, yes. my wife did. And one of the things she'd do is every week she had mail call. Whoever came on that bus, she had a letter for each one of them, oh. handwritten in calligraphy their name. They'd never seen their name in beautiful writing before. They'd <laughs> always seen it on a summons or a court document. <sighs> what and, a beautiful. Uh, and, and so, ministry she has I mean, doing that. So they realized love and the little things. And when you put your heart on paper, which is what she was doing, it really changed their attitude about wow. changing their lives. Mm. It's just beautiful. And I love that for so many reasons. But one of them, we look at and, you know, we've got a lot of get or done people listening. You know, they're driving their businesses and there's things that you needed to do to drive it. You had to get the facility. You had to get 7,000 files out of there. You had to raise some funding. You had to do all this. But we can't overlook those little beautiful kindnesses. That is life-changing stuff. The little things. Those little things. Guess who moved all those boxes, by the way? Homeless people in Atlanta <laughs> and this in Gainesville. And those homeless people gave us credibility because we did such a great job and didn't miss a single box that the uh-huh. courts and the judges in town says, Wow, you guys can really do it. They're and we did it with these homeless people. And we did it. All right, we're picking right back up with this beautiful story right after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X.
Oh, we're back. Uh, it was it was hard for me to wait through the break. I can only imagine, audience, how hard it was for you. But uh, Gary, I want to pick back up with your story. Okay. We were just if you're just if you're just now listening in. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host Phil Benelli here with Gary Dillinger and uh, Doug Hanson of North Georgia Works. We're hearing the powerful story of Gary. Gary was in the throes of addiction. Uh, really kind of had flirted with homelessness and then was homeless yes. living in a tent let's pick right back up there Kate. that's what that's what I call coming to the end of yourself mm. but but even even then and and this is this is crazy even going to the tent I was like you can do this Gary you, you've been down and out before you've got this you're going to get through it it was all pride and it was almost like God said, no, you're not going to be able to without my help. Mm-hmm. And that's what it had to come to. I had to, I had to come to the end of myself and, and realize that God is the only help available to me. Mm. And when I made that decision, it was after a bad storm. Everything was wrecked. Tent City was destroyed. And I'm sitting out on a cooler, and I was like, God, I can't do this anymore. Please. Please help me. And the very next day, a man named Jerry Deaton, who was involved in the program, called me and asked me if I would go and help Doug move some doors. All right. So I get over there, and he's. this was the part that got me. He said, he'll pay you. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I got over there, and we were taking those big, heavy cell doors, jail cell doors, to the scrapyard. And at some point, standing in that building, I was overwhelmed, and I imagine it was the Holy Spirit that I was overwhelmed by that just said, you belong here. Mm. I had to take the hard way, (laughs) most addicts do, you know, hard-headed, but that's where I belonged. You know, when they first opened those doors, if I would have came right on in with Tommy and Josh, I would have been a little bit ahead of the game, but when I when I decided that no, I've, I've got it going on now, I've got it, everything together, and I don't need North Georgia Works now. It was almost like God said, "Here, we're going to have to do it the hard way again." You know. Well, kudos to you because <laughs> you um, you recognize you need help, mm. but you didn't just sit there on the cooler and say. Hey, God, would you just send down some solution from heaven? You got your butt up and went and did something. There's a Mexican proverb, which I love, and it's pray, yes, but then row the boat. Yeah, then row the boat. And, you you know, he's going, he's going to help you, but you do have to step onto a path so he can direct it. Faith without works is dead, right? Mm. So then you joined North Georgia Works. I did join North Georgia Works, and I, I, I put my everything into it. Uh, I fell in love with Doug and Lynn along the way. Doug, Doug don't even probably don't even know this or remember it, but it was very, very important to me. At some point in our relationship, Doug Hanson said to me, "You have been adopted into the Hanson family. You are now mm. a, a family member." Mm. That that was amazing. But the program, there's a big board up in the day room there. Personal responsibility accountability um, and there's there's three things that a man has to have to be successful and they're very basic it's a job transportation to and from that job 
and shelter. And at the end of that 12 months, actually it was 24 months for me because I stayed in the building another year and did the resident manager's job. I, I had all those things. I had had parts of those things before, but never everything that I needed. I was always lacking something, and now, even today, I've still got all that. I've got a home, transportation, job, success. So you uh, had to come come to the end of the, your, your rope. Yeah. You're a hardworking guy. Yeah. So you, you are a hardworking individual, talented individual, but you needed to get personally to a place where you were willing to give in to a program to help you. And then you needed an environment which allowed you to express those good things about yourself. And I love that. I mean, again, business leaders listening out there, you need good help. Well, there's a lot of talent out there. That you, you you can get folks who are in an environment that is just tailor-made and proven to produce individuals yes. who are depending, trustworthy, and people that you, golly, you can be a blessing to, and you best believe you're going to get blessed yes. by having some of the hardest working folks that, you, that you're going to get, mm-hmm. which is amazing. When they came into our ministry, we give them a hand up. The hand up is helping you get your documents back. Helping you get your ID, helping you get your birth certificate, helping you get your inoculations, getting a health inspection. All those things are part of our first 30 days. It's the Blue Crew time before we even put you out to work. We've got to get these things back in your uh, quiver so -hmm. that you can be useful. And uh, we also find and do a, a scale of what are your skill sets? And we find that they have great crafting skills or they may be a super uh, electrical engineer with low voltage or you may be really great at welding and so out of these 40 business partners we have all these buckets that we can move these men to let them do a quick interview or so after we've restored them to wholeness Mm -hmm. and got them going with these uh, accountability tests as well as skill sets and their uh, personal attitude about themselves and their self-esteem. Then they're ready to go out. So we wait about 30 days, see if they're going to stay in the program. Not okay. everybody wants to stay. Yep. No, not, not everybody's ready. No. But when they were ready, we will put them out. So where did you go first, Gary? From where did you go to work? Where did we place you? I went to the Arts Council here in Gainesville. Kudos and... to the Arts Council for being a partner. <laughs> That's right. Thank partner. you, Arts Council. Yeah. And that's Gladys Wyatt. I Gladys want to be a Wyatt. part of what you're doing. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that fabulous? And then I shared I shared my employment with the Arts Council, between the Arts Council and Builder Surplus of Gainesville. The Bennett family, Butch Bennett over at uh, Butch Builder Bennett. Surplus. Yes, give him a <laughs> Butch, thank you, sir. A real yes. business partner. A real business partner. And and not he's not only a business partner. He's getting involved in our mentorship program now, so it, it, it's just a win-win-win. You know, everybody is everybody's going to benefit. So, um, so what did you sell over there, and how successful were you? Oh, I sold doors, windows, cabinets, and just odd and end stuff. After that, when it comes to building supply, but those that was our bread and butter: flooring, cabinets, windows, and doors. Okay. 
So consistent every day. And I've never been a salesman mm-hmm. in my life, and uh, you know, I had no kind of training whatsoever. But for some reason, people just love to buy stuff from me. <laughs> I think it was my attitude, but you know, I, I'm not pushy. Uh, when it comes to sales and stuff, it's just it's well, more like start out like a conversation, you know, and get to know somebody. Let's pause here. It's not the main focus, but yeah. a quick sales lesson because there's so many sales lessons all in this. When you want to sell something, you're enthusiastic and positive. You're not, you were not pushing to sell anything. No. You just want to figure out, hey, what do people need? What do I have? Let me connect those things. In the same way, you have do you do colathons for raising money no, no. you share your vision you have something of such value in the marketplace that you believe in and you're enthusiastic about so you share that vision yeah. with anyone to whom you think that that is useful yeah. Yeah. and that's all listen business folks if you're selling a a product it is the same thing if you have something of va- if you don't have anything of value then go find something of value and just shift what you're doing. But if you have some of value you believe in, just go out there and share what it is with whoever the heck you think needs it. And that is it. And make it easy for them to get it. And if it is valuable and you're not sharing it, you're withholding value from the world, which you don't want to do. All right, we're going to pick right back up with this after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. can I be a part of something great? I think we all probably ask ourselves that question. We all want to be a part of something great. Uh, Welcome back to the show, North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with Gary and Doug from North Georgia Works. And uh, if you're just tuning in, go back, uh, listen to the show from the beginning. You can do that online and and hear this because you need to hear this inspirational story. But North Georgia Works is doing great things. And what I love about it is I I love something like this that is adding value on multiple fronts. It is Mm. adding so much value to these men in our community who need it. And in the way it's doing that, one of the key ways it's doing that is by adding value to businesses because this is, this is not something that's just charity and it's it's giving some guys a loaf of bread, although sometimes guys need a loaf of bread. It's giving them the opportunity to be their best by working. And so that gives back to our business community who are going to get great employees. So if I'm out there listening and I want to be a business partner and explore, just have, explore what it would look like to have some great North Georgia Works folks come work for me, and or if I say, boy, I want to give to what y'all are doing, how, how, who do I get in touch with? How do I do that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we got a socioeconomic problem here in Hall County. The socio part is the homeless. The economic part is we've got a lot of people that are not working. Mm. And so we tend to address both of those and providing these men to the workplace. We're solving that socioeconomic mm-hmm. problem. Okay. And one of the things in these business partnerships that we have is that uh, we ask these businesses to accept these men as a staffing employee. 
In other words, we're not asking for anything around their uh, tax withholdings or anything. He's a staffing employee, like somebody is going to be invoiced for doing the landscaping at one of your businesses. And uh, not only that, but we're going to transport them there. So we have a fixed hourly rate, and that fixed hourly rate is contractual and very low, and yet half of it is used by the men working to keep our organization together. We don't ask these men for anything other than work. So mm. what they do feeds us and helps us grow. And helps you. It, and, and by feeding you, what you mean is allows you to feed them. That's right. And then the other half, half of it, that is a fourth of the total, goes to a savings program through Peach State Bank, one of our great partners mm. here. And the other half goes to their salary that they can have. Obviously, they don't have a whole lot of need for things because everything's provided there, but they can order online or they can have other things or on weekends they could go and purchase things and just enjoy having some income and realizing that they've earned it. So the, the business partnership needs to uh, be in contact with North Georgia Works to see what the opportunities are and to uh, establish a small contract that just sets the limits that we have and what our agreements are between each other. Sure. Uh, that best done is through our uh, CEO, who is Michael Giddens. And I'll Michael be G I D D E N S, and I'll give you his number. It is 770 877 2717. There are opportunities for all kind of uh, skill sets because these men come in with previous experience and then they've been uh, disconnected. And so when we can reconnect, we can then place them in these positions that they can quickly learn and accept responsibility and contribute to the profitability of these companies. Mm, I love it. So. You want to reach out and just kind of see what it looks like. Maybe this is something that could be a great fit for your company to get some great employees. Reach out to Michael Giddens at 770-877-2717. Correct. All right. Let me say it one more time. 770-877-2717. One thing that, you know... I really think I wanted to have you on the show because I think this is a inspiring story. I'm certainly pumped up, and I think it's a great opportunity for um, for businesses, business leaders in North Georgia to to access. But I also think there's so many lessons for folks running their businesses in the way that y'all have done this with your employees. Let's just say you don't have any North Georgia Works employees, but with your employees, how can you create an environment for them to thrive and to give their best, right? How, how can you make that better for them? And I think you'd say, Gary, you need responsibility yes, to thrive. absolutely. Right? Accountability. Accountability and responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I, I, I think it's so true that people often rise to our expectations of them. And I think when Gary has been at Builder Surplus, they he's been an opportunity for them to see how he can progress. And th- there is a modeling that's going on here. Yes. And, and Gary is living out his life of change, and others are seeing this happen. And if they've been maybe going down the wrong way, they can look at him and say, I don't. 
there, there's no way I'm going there. I, Gary has taught mm-hmm. me and has shown me. So this modeling within an employee network within the company is a beautiful picture. It's happened over and over and over again. So we tell these men that their mm-hmm. mission field, when they go out, is where they're working. Whether yeah. they're working for Strickland and digging a, a ditch or so, or they're working for the city of Gainesville, which they do, mm-hmm. everywhere you go, you can be a bright light in where you see darkness. Mm-hmm. And this is a mission field for these men to work. And mm-hmm. so they see more than just the hand and thought of what they do in their work. They have a heart of giving a servant heart. I love it. They are business partners, but they're also life partners, if, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's, it's more than a business sure. relationship. Yeah. Well, and how great. And it's such a beautiful thing that in this world, we can be bright lights just by going and doing our best. Yes. God gave you talents. He gave you skills. He gave you a wonderful personality that makes people love getting windows and doors from you. <laughs> and just by going and being ourselves. Just being ourselves, yeah. Man, and doing our best, it can bless people so much. We challenge them that the already has already happened. Mm. We want you to see the beauty of the not yet. And last night we had a discussion where a man said, you know, when you look at the interior of a car, the windshield is the biggest part, but the rear view mirror is just the small part. Amen. And so that's the picture of life for these men that gives them great hope. Mm. Hope is an acronym for helping others prepare for eternity. Can we all do that? Boy, and if you're listening out there, this is one of the first episodes of 2024. Man, where, you've got a much bigger windshield than your rearview mirror. So, <laughs> hey, it. maybe you're out there and you're struggling with addiction and you need some help. Or maybe you're not and, and you know, you're just living your life. But, hey, let's all, I'm getting all pumped up. I was already pumped up for the new year. Live into that. That windshield is so much bigger than the rear view. There's a whole year ahead of us. Let's go do our best. Through, and, and volunteers and, and business partners, through helping us, they're actually helping themselves. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, and, and that's just the way it works. I went to a business the other day, which I won't name, and when I went in there, the person at the register to help, it was just terrible. I mean, this person look terrible not that i mean they just were just slouched over had snacks all over the desk was so unhelpful and i really felt for the owner of the business i was like i can really see how these poor people like they are just having a desperate time it's probably so hard to get this person who's doing nothing and if i can get some people who are excited to work oh my gosh what a wonderful thing so how many men are in the program right now? We have 34, 34. in the program. We've awesome. had 52 graduates. Oof. Yep. We have so 40 cool. business partners. So when you realize that we've only been around for about five years and we started from nothing. Scratch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scratch. The only thing that really I can say, uh, my 401k was the best thing that ever happened because I never knew what I was going to do with it, honestly. Wow. 
And as a retiree of 20 years, I told my wife, I said, here it is. We have an opportunity now right here. Know. So it didn't matter if we needed paint or we needed uh, flooring or whatever we needed. I was going for it. And uh, it, it really it. got my board all excited uh, because they said, wow. We don't. We're out of control here. I said, No, we're going to get this. We're going to do it. We're we'll going to get a certificate of occupancy with the city of Gainesville gave us, and it was the most beautiful day when we had a grand opening with the governor of our state here to help us uh, cut the ribbon. Well, Doug and Gary, thank you so much. Thank you to North Georgia Works, and we just so appreciate y'all being here. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time and remember to support our local businesses. <laughs>